0: Hello and welcome to this special podcast where today we're going to be looking at the year of Jubilee in 2025. Today I have with me Father Jan Novotnik, Director of Mission for the Catholic Bishops' Conference of England and Wales. Hi Fern, good to speak with you. Yeah, good to have you here. Well, I suppose just to kick us off, if you could just explain to us what is a year of Jubilee and and, uh, why is it important? I think
1: the first thing to say is that uh, a year of Jubilee comes from the Old Testament, from the book of Leviticus, and it's this sense that, well firstly at the end of every week in the Jewish religion there is the Shabbat, the day of rest, and uh, there is this sense that uh, there is a sabbatical rest on every seventh day at the end of a week, and this can be extended to every seventh year. And then seven times seven really is 4950, which brings us to a year of Jubilee and in Jewish understanding, it was about a year of keeping the land in rest. It was also about the forgiving of debts, of sorting out crimes, of looking at justice issues. So realistically, from the book of Leviticus and the scriptural understanding, there is a year of Jubilee. Our Catholic understanding probably is linked into that as well, but it's this sense of a rest, a pause, a moment for us to reconsider, I suppose, our
0: relationship with the Lord. And the theme of the Jubilee in 2025 is Pilgrims of Hope. Indeed. Why do you think that's an important message?
1: Every Jubilee tends to have a theme. I think people will remember back to the year of mercy, which was captivated in lots of people's minds, this idea of the sense of God's mercy and us extending that mercy to others the great jubilee year of the year 2000, as we cross the threshold of a new millennium. I think everyone understands the importance of why we did that. Pope Francis has asked us to keep 2025 as a year of jubilee under the title of Pilgrims of Hope. Hope is one of the Christian virtues. And I think at this particular time in the world in which we're living, hope is a necessary virtue that all of us can pray for. And, uh, you know, as I've been reflecting on it, I suppose just a few years ago, we were suffering lockdowns because of COVID. People became very despondent. Here in our own country, we've been going through a cost of living crisis. Life has been very uncertain for a lot of people. Globally, we have a war on our own continent that's been raging in Ukraine for two years now. And of course, more recently, the tensions and the war in the Middle East, in Palestine and Israel. So when we look at the world in which we live, we might wonder what's going on. And of course, as people of faith, we're always called to have hope, but perhaps have a a particular year where we can focus in on being pilgrims of hope. So realizing the promises the Lord has made for us, but also, again, how we can be hopeful people and share what we have received uh, with others. It's the excitement of a jubilee year. I think lots of people like to go to Rome in a jubilee year, and as part of that year in 2000, I process, like so many others, to go through the holy door in St. Peter's Basilica, and I think as you cross the threshold into the basilica, you sort of have this great sense of, this was a year of jubilee. You know, the sense of going through an open door, the door which is Christ. Um, you know, he said in the Gospels, I am the gateway. You know, he is the door. He is the one who leads us to the heart of the Father's love for us. And I suppose that's really what we're trying to celebrate in a jubilee year.
0: Mm-hmm. As the jubilee coordinator for the, the Bishop's Conference of England and Wales, I'm sure you've been involved with some of the, the upcoming plans. Is there anything that you're really looking forward to or anything that you'd, you'd like to share two things, really, that we've been planning now
1: for 12 months. So it's been about the preparatory years, 2023, which has already passed, and 2024, which we're in now. Pope Francis asked them to be preparatory years for the Jubilee, with two distinct focuses, really. One, on renewing our understanding of the Vatican Council. So we have produced some material alongside Clifton Diocese on the four constitutions of the Second Vatican Council, on the liturgy on divine revelation on the church and on the church in the modern world and, and they're available and hopefully parishes are able to use them as we draw deeply from that fount of the teaching of the second vatican council hopefully everyone who's hearing this is acquainted with the fact that we are in a year of prayer 2024 is a preparatory year of prayer pope francis wants the church really to be prepared for the jubilee year and in England and Wales and in other places there's been a focus on the prayer of the Our Father. I'm sure people will be hearing this during Lent, and many of them perhaps will be following that course on prayer, which is a five week course on deepening our understanding of the prayer of the Our Father we dare to say. And what better prayer to use than the prayer that Jesus mm-hmm. taught us as mm-hmm. a preparation for the Jubilee year? So that's been very, very exciting as we've been preparing for, but There are other things that will be happening in a jubilee year, uh, a focus on helping dioceses really to enrich their understanding of jubilee, perhaps looking at the ways in which we can support each other in a year of jubilee, our friends at CAFOD are helping us to think of some of the projects which we could do during a jubilee year, a continuing focus on prayer and also on pilgrimage not everyone will be able to go to rome but we're going to look at ways in which it could be truly
0: a year of pilgrimage for everyone mm-hmm. um, in england and wales and you talked there about the our father which is such a you know such a beautiful and much cherished prayer is there anything about the our father that you think connects to that sense of you know the pilgrims of hope
1: yeah i think um there's a line of course which we're all very used to to saying the prayer of the our father many times a day give us this day our daily bread is a prayer of petition and I like to think when I pray that line you know give me today Lord just what I need just for this day and in the midst of some of the trials and tribulations of life but also the joys of life it's that realising that the place where I put my hope is in the Lord who gives me everything that I need and we talk about the Lord whose kingdom is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Why? So that we can joyfully trust and hope in him, but also so that we can forgive each other, so that we can put right some of those wrongs, which takes us back, I suppose, to what is the major theme of a Jubilee uh, from the book of Leviticus, you know, allowing the land to grow fallow, allowing that time of tranquility and peace, so that we can, rid each other of the debts that often we put on each other when we don't forgive each other, when we're not good and kind and supportive to each other. But to do that, you have to hope, I suppose, in the promises of the Lord. So give us this day our daily
0: bread. Wonderful. What do you think the Pope is hoping to get out of this year of Jubilee? And is there any element of Jubilee that you think particularly chimes with with the themes of his pontificate?
1: Um, There's a good question. I suppose I could say that I presume what the Pope wants us to get out of this year is a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, And I think where it chimes in with bigger themes of his pontificate, our listeners may have heard the word synod um, every Mm. so often, and that we are in this period of time where the church is immersed in a synod on synodality. And I think many people are confused exactly as to what that means. But the Pope has sort of said that synodality is about listening to the voice of God's Holy Spirit mediated in the life of the Church, often in the way that we listen to each other and our experiences of life. And I think that's where it can chime in with the Jubilee Year, that we learn how to listen to each other, accompany each other in the joys and sorrows of life, and allow each other the space to find the Lord. And I'm sure that is part of what Pope Francis is saying to the Church. And we can't do that realistically unless we're hopeful. If we're despondent and miserable and gloomy, as we all know when we're upset, afraid or anxious, we don't always hear the voices of those around us. We can't always discern the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But actually by placing our trust and our hope in the Lord, then he helps us to work through some of those things so that we can hear his voice, mediated always in the life of the church, in our liturgy, in our prayer, in the scriptures, but also in our relationships in our friendships and in the way that we interact with each other. And I think the Jubilee year will give us an impetus to say, well, look, you know, we've gone through some very difficult times. We still are going through very difficult times but we're learning to continue to place our hope and our trust in the Lord. And I think there are some shoots for evangelization in our country that, you know, many different groups are looking at ways in which we can help each other to be better disciples, better come to know Jesus. Many dioceses um, are thinking about ways of helping people to come to know Jesus through the RCIA, through different evangelization programs. Soon we will be able to focus more on our formation through the ministry of catechesis. We will have opportunities for Eucharistic adoration later on in the earth. So I think there are these shoots of hope which bring us back to the roots of our faith, which perhaps at times get clouded in our mind because so many things are going on. And so back to that Jubilee theme of clearing things out, it's about, I suppose, decluttering from the things that stop us from seeing where the Lord is and allowing him to be part of our lives. I think there are signs for hope in England and Wales.
0: That's, you know, that's been really helpful. And I suppose this year of jubilees it sounds to me, it's it's, it's a moment of, of celebration, really, to almost go back to basics for the church.
1: I think it is. And I would say to people who are listening, you know, look out in your parishes for those Notices which will speak about a year of Jubilee. Look out for those initiatives which hopefully will be advertised in your parish. You might not be able to do everything, but you may be able to do something and uh, choose to do something for the Lord because I really believe, you know, if we just open ourselves to that possibility, then the Lord can work. And we just have to find that space in our heart. Really, I'm thinking back to what Pope St. John Paul II said at the very beginning of his pontificate, you know, to open the doors of our hearts to Christ. And I suppose because I'm half Polish, um, I often think about what the Polish Pope used to say to us. But no, if we could just open ourselves up to the possibilities and allow the Lord to fill some of the space that gets cluttered with so many other things, um, that would be a really good thing for this year of Jubilee. I
0: think on that note, we'll bring things to an end thank you very much for your time no thank you finn and for all your work coordinating the jubilee in england and wales and i hope that you know for all of us it's a period of celebration and joy and gratitude thank you thank you very much. much